welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm Melody Pormirati, your host. And uh, today the topic that I'm bringing to you is all about how you can literally create your ideal role in the world. And this is something that I am so super passionate about because when I was growing up, like I, I used to have a really, really big imagination and I could see all of these things and I could create all of these things, but I would never, ever for the life of me act on the things that, you know, were showing up in my visualizations and in my imaginations because I just didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in myself enough to do the thing that my heart was calling me to do. And so part of becoming a life coach and part of doing what it is that I do today is that when you learn a different way, you want to share that with everyone. And I want to share that with you guys. And today I want to give you a few examples of people in my life. I mean, I shouldn't even say people in my life, people that I've observed from afar, including myself. I'm in my own life, so there's one. But that that have been able to create their own roles in life, uh, roles that make them feel good, roles that make them feel aligned with their values and their belief systems, roles that literally just feel good. And so, so I want to encourage you guys as we go through today's podcast to really believe that if you can imagine something, like if there's a dream that's been placed on your heart, uh, you have everything you need inside of you to actually make that happen. So it's not enough to dream big, but it's about believing in your dream and taking action on your dream, whatever that may be, and really not allowing what you think other people are going to say or do or their responses to the role that you choose in your life, not allowing any of that to to infiltrate the way that you move forward on this dream. Because at the end of the day, what other people think about us is none of our business, right? Have you ever heard that saying? I'm going to say it again. What other people think about us is none of our business. And if we start making it our business, we will literally stunt our growth and we won't get anywhere in the world. We'll just be living out other people's dreams for us or other people's ideas of what we should do as opposed to the thing we know that we're supposed to do, that we're called to do, that we're meant to do. So I'm going to give you a few examples of people against all odds who, you know, did amazing things or maybe not things that like are traditionally seen as like jobs or roles and and not necessarily anything that's so outstanding, but the fact is that they created something for themselves that meant something to them and made them feel like they were making a contribution to the world. So there's this young guy in our community. I'm going to call him Evan. And he's living with a disability. And that that has never stopped him. And this is this is the really cool thing about this story. This kid in our community, I don't know how old he is, and I've observed him from afar. I've said hello to him many times. He probably has no clue who I am. But I see him, and every time I see him, he is fulfilling some new role in the community. So my favorite one is how in front of my children's school, there's a sign that says no parking. However, the place where it says no parking is where we pick up the kids. So cars line up there 
only at around 2 to 30 when it's time to pick up the kids. However, he would be right in saying that that is a no parking zone. So he went and he got himself one of those like orange reflective jackets and he took on the role of standing there every day if it wasn't two o'clock in the afternoon and telling people whenever a car drove up and stopped for some reason, he took it upon himself to have them roll down the window and to tell them that they are not supposed to be parked there because of the sign. And like, I was really amazed by him because nobody told him to do this. He literally took a sign, a street sign, and turned that into a role for himself where he could make sure he was educating anyone who stopped there to make sure that they don't stop there. They would be ticketed. It's illegal. It's not right. He took on this role for himself. However small it may have been, he was doing something. He was making a difference and he was contributing in his own way. Now, that's just one thing this young man in the community does. He has created so many roles for himself. And like, if you ever mention him to anyone who lives in our town, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I know that kid. I know that kid because somehow he has found a way to involve himself in every part of the things that are going on in this town to find a way to give. And he's never let his challenges or setbacks hold him back. He's literally allowed those things to fuel him to make sure that he is doing his part in making a difference. So I'm just enamored by him. And I'm just loving that he just creates his own roles, wakes up in the morning with purpose and knows that that, that he has a job to do. And he's more often than not, never been asked to do those jobs. They're jobs that he has created and he's rocking them. So that is one example. Uh, here is another example of, you know, I, you know, like never think that um, if you could think of a job, right? Like if you can think of your ideal job in the world and then ask yourself, has it ever been done before? It's quite possible it's never been done before, but just because it's never been done before doesn't mean it can't be done. And so this next woman is an example. Her name is Trisha Huffman. She actually calls herself Your Joyologist. So if you guys go on Instagram, she she goes by that name, Your Joyologist. And I bet you've never heard of a joyologist. I know that before I heard about her on a podcast, I'd never heard of a joyologist either. And basically, she is one of those people who created her own role and her own job title in the world. She was working as a production assistant for a bunch of different bands and artists, and she was touring with them, doing the set, the lighting, all that stuff that goes into putting together a production. But she was also an extremely spiritual woman. She was a woman who was really in tune with her yoga practice and she ate well and she, you know, made green juice every morning and things like that. So people who she was on tour with, specifically the artists, started noticing her and started noticing that when Trisha was around, everything was really like uh, filled with ease, filled with comfort. And they started wondering, like, what is it that Trisha's doing? What is the vibe that she is bringing to each and every one of our tours? And they started noticing that, you know, she does have 
her own spiritual practice. And she has studied in the metaphysical world and they, they liked what they were seeing. So slowly, slowly, the artist said, you know, I don't know what it is that Trish is doing, but whatever she's doing that's making our tours and our experiences on the road so amazing. I want her to just continue doing that. I believe it was actually Jason Mraz who called her his manager of integrity because she would show up as the production assistant, but she would talk to him. You know, if he was having a bad day, she would explore with him and get curious about like, what is it? What are the thoughts that you're thinking that are making you feel this way? What do you need to go out there and have a better performance? So all of these things that she was doing are all just things that were part of her own personal practice, as well as being a production assistant. But she was doing those other things so well that each and every one of those artists said, stop doing the production assistant work and just come be our joyologist. And that's literally what she did. She would go on tour with them. She would put affirmations all over the tour bus. She would, you know, she would cleanse the aura of the space. She would do whatever it was she could to make sure that those artists and everyone else who was touring was really operating out of a high vibe space. And she created that. She had said that she imagined that that's something that she would love to do, but never thought it was possible. But just the fact that she placed that idea into her imagination and visualized about it, she was able to bring that into creation without even really noticing it. She was just doing what she did best and people stood up and took notice. And now she is known as your joyologist. Now, while she's no longer touring with people like Kobe Calais and Jason Mraz because she decided to literally take this platform and turn it into her own business after a certain amount of time, uh, it's really a testament to how you can create anything. You can be anything. Don't ever let anybody tell you that you can't. Like I remember, and I'm going to be, I'm going to share my own story with you a little bit here because this really drives it home as well. I knew from the time, and I know this sounds a little bit crazy, but for those of you who've also experienced this, you won't think it's crazy at all. But when I was five or six years old, I already knew what I was meant to be doing in this world. I didn't have a name for it. I didn't have a label for it. I just knew that when I spoke to other people, I was lit up. I knew that when I could help them get from point A to point B uh, and to feel like they can they can get over any barrier or any obstacle, when I was helping them create what's possible, that's what lit me up. And I knew that from such a young age and I kind of like pushed it to the back burner because I was always hearing about what I should be doing or, you know, this is what girls in our family do and this is that. And, you know, we've all heard the the old stories. And again, our parents always want the best, right? They're looking out for us and thinking that the path that they're trying to pay for us is our path. But the truth is, I believe that each and every one of us has a much deeper sense of knowing of what we're here to do. And I had that deep sense of knowing, but I kept pushing it aside uh, because I, I might say like, you know, that's not an abundant career or what I want to do, or there's no such thing. There's, you know, who am I to start doing something brand new? So as I got older, I still kept doing what I was supposed to be doing, what I was supposed to be doing. And then... I was like, I don't know, 20, 
No, I was 28 or 29 years old. My daughters had just been born and I had heard about this amazing profession called life coaching. And at the time, it was totally a brand new profession. But the more I read about it, the more I was like, this is the coolest thing. This is the thing that I always knew I was supposed to be doing, but I didn't have a name for it. So long story short, I went into the coaching field. I became a life coach. All was well. I was doing what I was meant to be doing, but I knew that there was more. And so at this point, I had already gone to iPad coaching uh, for my life coaching degree. I had already gone to IIN for my health coaching degree. And I still felt like there was something much deeper that I wanted to be doing. I knew that I wanted to be working with girls. I knew that I wanted to be delivering the messages that I was delivering to women to girls as well, because I thought as women, this is what's happening. We're unlearning all the fears that were placed on us as childhood, and then we're relearning new ways, new ways of believing, of thinking, of behaving. And I said, you know, I don't want women to have to unlearn anymore. I want to create a new generation of girls and women who have their own backs, who have strong foundations, who know who they are from a really, really young age and won't let anything shake that idea of who they are, even when uh, the tough stuff comes along and adolescence comes along and peer pressure and all that. So I created my own profession. I literally did. I was like, I'm going to start being a, a girls empowerment coach. I'm going to start bringing girls into my house and teaching them all the principles of empowerment. I made it up. I made it up. And I had so many people saying this is great, but I had an equal amount of people saying to me like, you know, are you sure you want to do that? How's that going to be a career? How's that going to be a profession? You know, I think you really should think twice about this. And I, I just stayed on path. I just kept at it. I kept at it. And it's proven to not only be abundant, but we have 150 women around the world doing what I'm doing because it's working. Um, and this I share with you again, because I want to shine a light on what's possible for each and every one of us. Uh, I never believed that I'd be someone who would, you know, step outside of the grain and do something that was different. I, I never believed I'd have the confidence or the skill set to do that. But something that my father always said to us since we were young was impossible is impossible. And so I literally took that on and I was like, you know, if, if again, if this dream is on my heart, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to go after it. I owe it to myself to go after it. And I did. And interestingly enough, a couple years ago, the creator of Nutrition School Institute for Integrative Nutrition asked to interview me because he thought that what I had done with my coaching platform was so fascinating that he wanted to share it with, with our community in the health coaching world. He was like, I want people to know that when you get a health coaching certification, there is so much that you could do with it. And you're an example of why. So again, I tell you these things. I tell you about this young man, Evan. I tell you about Trisha Huffman, who's now your joyologist. I tell you about my story because I know 
that you've got your own ideas. I know that in your uh, heart, you've probably seen yourself doing so many different things and maybe placed some barriers in your own way and, and allowed those to lead the way and allowed you to kind of not go after what you know that you could be doing. And so this is your invitation. Like this is your sign to know that if we can do it, you could do it. You have a unique set of skills. You have your own unique brand of magic in this world that deserves to be shared. So my question to you is what have you imagined for yourself? How can you serve in a way that only you can? And don't tell me it's been done before because sometimes people imagine things and they're like, it's been done before. I can't do it. And the truth is nobody is you. Nobody has your perspective. Nobody has your set of values. Nobody has the experiences that you've had in this world. And so you're coming at this from a very special and unique place. So There's nothing that's been done before that you can't do in your own unique way. I want you to believe that. If that's the case, then we wouldn't have a ton of doctors on the planet. We wouldn't have so many coaches making so many different offerings to the world. I mean, we could look at every profession and say that if one person said someone else has done this, why should I do it? Then we would all, you know, be be missing something, missing something really, really huge in the world. So uh, don't allow that to stop you. Instead, allow that to fuel you. Know that you have a unique message to share. So what have you imagined? What have you imagined for yourself? I want you to step into that. I want you not to get into the how hole of how am I going to do it. Know that you already have everything you need inside of you to make this dream a reality. Get creative. Be unrealistic. Think outside the box and step into this role in your own special, unique way. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. It's something that is so very close to my heart. Um, and if if it touched you in any way, please think of one person that you could share it with and uh, just click the link and text it to someone, email it to someone. And of course, uh, sharing this is so helpful because it helps us get female empowerment to go viral. Subscribe, review, all that good stuff. Thank you for being a part of our community. If you want to take a deeper dive into our community, join us in our absolutely free Facebook group. It is filled with empowering and inspiring women who just want to take their empowerment to the next level. So join us there. It's called the Business of Empowering Girls Impact Plus Profit. Thanks for spending your time with me, guys. I know there are so many places that you can be, and the fact that you're taking the time to listen to the Empowering Her podcast means the world to me. Sending my love. Bye.